We're here. We are here. Hello, everybody. This is the World of Controversy podcast, the podcast that brings you all forms of controversy. How y'all doing? <laughs> I this, feel fantastic. This is episode 28. Yes, episode 28. Wow. Yes, this is a blessing to make it this far. It really is. It really is. Now, we have a nice, lovely, beautiful, intelligent guest on today. Thank you. <laughs> Would you like to introduce yourself? Yes, my name is Shante Davis. You want me to get my background? You can give me background. Okay. My name is Shante Davis. I'm a full-time accountant. I'm a real estate investor, and I'm an entrepreneur. I have a company called Hidden Figures LLC where I help small business and just individuals with their taxes, bookkeeping, and financial planning. And I also teach financial literacy to the youth in the community just to tell them the importance of financial literacy and educating them. Mm, amen, amen. Can you help me with my finances? I got you. Ah! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh, call you do man. my taxes, okay? <laughs> yeah, get that big refund. World of Controversy Podcast. You can follow us, W-O-C underscore pod on Twitter. You can listen on Spotify, Anchor, Podchaser, and everywhere else you can get your podcast. I feel fantastic today. Rob, how you doing? I am good. I am blessed. Shante Davis, how are you doing? I'm doing amazing. I'm excited to be here. Thank you guys for having me. Yes. Oh, yes, we are Long time coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was waiting for you guys. Um, oh man, if you wait for us, you'll be waiting for years, <laughs> absolute years. Oh man, what are we talking about today, Rob? All right, we're talking about fifteen an hour. Is it a w livable wage? Um, will it affect the economy? How would it affect the economy? Um, and would people lose jobs? Mm. Which people will you lose jobs? Because they tell me, if you raise the minimum wage, you're gonna like see a decrease in skilled workers' jobs. Now, there's an argument that even people working with minimum wage um, wages are technically quote unquote skilled, but they're not um, motivated. Mm. Oh, cheese. Um, I'm really trying not to be mean on this episode. My hardest because you know I never worked minimum wage i don't think i've worked minimum wage maybe once uh with a non-profit remember uh get uh ready go go ready what is it called work ready remember work ready yeah <laughs> like 14 yes since i was 14 years old i've been i've been doing a little work and i think they paid maybe the minimum wage and that had to be 2000 that had to be 2008 or 2009 um so. maybe I never worked like the exact minimum wage. You know, minimum wage is still seven twenty five. Right. Which is crazy. We haven't had a major increase in what, over a decade now? Yes. They said two thousand nine. Yeah. Yeah, two thousand nine, which was before seven twenty five, wasn't it five dollars? I think it was like seven fifteen. Like five, I think it went up by some cents. So seven fifteen yeah. would make sense. Yeah. All right, seven fifteen. That's not even much of a change. Well, that's the whole thing. We're talking, all these people talking about, oh, yeah, if we raise the minimum wage, it's not going to hurt jobs. Every time we've raised the minimum wage, it's only been by cents, a lot of the time, only by cents. So, yeah, but 
since I worked it, um, I've been in the double digits. My first job started at ten dollars an hour. Okay. Ten dollars an hour. Um, went to eleven dollars an hour. Twelve. Right now, I make like nineteen an hour. Okay, that's good. That's yeah, good. you know I don't get much hours, but. <laughs> and that goes back to what I'm thinking, and I know Tay, you can you can dig deeper on this. What is your minimum wage? What is your minimum you're willing to pay as the worker? Like, as an individual, how much are you willing to let a corporation pay you for your labor? I mean, and is that healthy to look at it that way? I mean, how much are you, what's the lowest I can pay you to do some work? Bam. To be honest with the way the economy is rolling and inflation, I don't even think 15 is enough. Wow. Okay. Ooh. To be honest with you, but then I'm got I got to play devil's advocate because I got to think because as an entrepreneur, yeah, paying somebody fifteen that's a lot. Like you paying everybody up and that means a lot of people are gonna eventually lose jobs. Yeah. yeah. Can you afford to pay everybody that? Right. But I do believe that's... that um, they do need to raise the minimum wage seven twenty five in Philadelphia. No way. One of the six largest cities in America. No way. Mm-hmm. Rents is crazy. No mm-hmm. way. I bought strawberries for nine dollars at Whole Foods. Mm. You have to, you have to. It's crazy, but if you had to pay me, I, I don't, I don't even know if I can do fifteen. Yeah, I wouldn't be able to really survive. Right, right. Really, you need like eighteen, nineteen an hour, forty hour work week to at least live like a okay, okay life. life. Maybe in like nineteen, twenty. Yeah, but fifteen. It's better than seven twenty seven fifty or what is it seven twenty five? Yeah, it's way better than that. Oh, yeah. of course, yeah, of course. That's crazy. I had to look because I was doing research before the podcast, and I'm like, it's really seven twenty five. It's been like that since two thousand nine. Disturbing, yeah. disturbing. They say only less than two percent of our workforce work off of seven twenty five, and it's a good chance that those people are married with married. Or related, or living with someone that's making way over seven twenty-five. Um, so that's out of everyone working, I believe that's how they figure out the workforce. Only less than two percent are relying on the minimum wage. Mm-hmm. Now, check this out: if we raise it to fifteen, that affects a lot more people. Yep. Because you got to factor in everyone working for. Every wage in between seven twenty-five and fifteen, thirteen dollar an hour people, eleven dollar an hour people, fourteen dollar—all those people would get a raise if it got raised to fifteen an hour. And a lot of companies are not going to want to pay all them people. That's why I'm siding. Like I can understand that. Mm-hmm. I can understand it. So I was doing research. So in Seattle, they raised the minimum wage to fifteen dollars per hour. Mm-hmm. And what happened was. A lot of the companies start cutting hours mm-hmm. right. and then hiring people for lower wages. So they try to like balance it out because they couldn't afford to pay everybody fifteen. So yep. they're gonna let a lot of people go. I know. Yeah. I think the other key to this is that the argument that businesses will try to um, businesses will try to invest in uh, capital that will decrease employee costs. 
So in some jobs, they're going to invest in, like, machinery, tablets that can uh, do the ordering of your food. A lot of people don't. I mean, if you really look at who's getting paid minimum wage, it's service jobs, it's the food sector, and hospitality. Other jobs are not paying. Even manufacturing is not paying minimum wage. Manufacturing jobs, warehouse jobs, I mean, you even know that. They're not paying minimum wage. They're not paying minimum wage, but they're not giving you a lot of hours, though. Right, right, and that's the key with the manufacturing jobs. And that's right. that's another argument is if it goes to minimum wage and they pay like they raise the minimum wage, a lot of people will lose hours. Yeah, that's what they did in Seattle. They cut hours. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, but you got more time be... to spend with your family. More time spending with your family, and you got more but... time to use that extra time to get into the gig economy. Get you a side hustle. Uh oh, wait a minute. Okay, okay. Gig economy. Okay. okay. Uh, here Come we on, go. Tay. World of Controversy podcast. What you know about a gig economy? <laughs> Yo, y'all know I used to work DoorDash, right? DoorDash was the jam, and that joint really sometimes, some days that did feel like slavery. But no one was, no one was the boss. It was a weird thing. He did it on a bike, y'all. I did it on a bike. I know other people who rode the bike around. You know, I got a license. You know what I mean? Um, I always throw that out there. You know what I mean? So people don't be looking at me crazy. I do have a license. I don't drive. But I, I was on the bike, and it's like the invisible slavery. And if you did calculate how much money you were making, yes, you would get paid over the minimum wage. But it was not much. It was not much. But then you feel like you had flexibility to create your own hours and be your own boss, sort of, kind of? I did. I did. Absolutely. I did. I mean, that that is one of the good things, you know, being your own boss and going to work when you want to, when you feel like it, and if you don't want to work, well, that's the good thing about DoorDash, you know. Uber, Lyft. Uber, Lyft, Grubhub. Or it can just be like your side hustle. You can start your own business Instacart. on the side. Yeah, yeah. Instacart. If you don't know what we're referring to, gig workers and gig work kind of just boomed in, I think they said 2008, when um, you could get paid through apps to do quote-unquote gigs and or... um, Was it 2008? That's when it kind of boomed, yeah. I think that's when... I think it got uh, big in 2016. It got huge in 2016, yeah. That's why I really started noticing it. I think... um, a lot of them companies, strangely enough, started right after that 2008 recession. If you look at the like which companies got started then, I think Uber and other companies like um, uh, Lyft. Lyft. And what's the one where they let you rent the houses, but it's not hotel? Airbnb. Airbnb. Good yeah. graces. It, the, the biggest concept is that it's a scam because you're using your own products to make money on your own time, but you gotta pay an app for the cert for to get the customers. All you're doing when you do Uber is creating, putting yourself in a car. You become the taxi driver, but somehow Uber is an app that gets part of your wages, and it's just because you're on that app. It's the internet business. It's if a, you want right. to make big money, and you got to do it through the internet. The internet is the way now. This is the move. Right. And it so, goes back to software and how much software is really worth. Soon, give it another 10, 15 years, you're going to have to know something in technology to get a job. Absolutely. That's going to be the new world. Absolutely. New world. Yes, the new world. They tell me that some of the minimum wage jobs today cannot be outsourced. 
You can't outsource people who um, wait on you in restaurants. You can't outsource um, people that, uh, you know, that take care of the hotels, give you a new towel when you ran up the bill on another one. So when people say, oh, man, if you raise a minimum wage, our jobs are going to China and Russia and other <laughs> places like the Middle East, that's not completely true because a lot of these jobs in the service sector, hospitality, and other um, jobs that pay minimum wage, they can't be outsourced. Have you ever thought about that? I look at it like this. You don't need to be outsourced. I've been in restaurants during COVID where I didn't even have a waiter. Everything what? was like... You scan it, you pick it, they come, they deliver the food, you scan it again, you pay, you leave. What? That's what I'm saying. Like, it's the a QR code for the, um, right. uh, yeah. for the menu. Yeah, I hate you that. You rarely menu. see a waitress. And then, like, yeah, my I friend, she, I don't know if you guys ever heard of Saunders, and it's kind of like almost like an Airbnb apartment type of thing. Okay. It's like keyless everything. There's nobody at the front desk. What? You go in, you get your key code, say you book it for yeah, a Yeah, I know weekend. what you're talking about. You know about. what I'm talking yep. about? You don't see a person at all. Mm, mm, so, like, you don't need to outsource. We can just get rid of you with technology, and that's what? AI. Like, you don't, you don't yeah, need you it. You took the words out of my mouth. <laughs> technology, technology. Don't worry about immigrants taking your jobs, China taking your jobs. You need to worry about this technology taking your jobs. Technology, I've heard, was going to take people's jobs with and without the raising of the minimum wage. Yes, it is. So why can't we raise the minimum wage right before technology and these robots get our jobs? Dang it. <laughs> Dude, they building robots to do what we can do. Jeez, I heard they got the robot flipping the gosh dang burger. You hear about yep, that? Jeez. Yes, they do. Oh, my gosh. What they, the heck? They got, like they got robots working manufacturer's jobs, warehouse jobs. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yes. And nobody is fighting about this. No. No. But once it gets too late and it's all robots and technology, y'all going to be fighting soon because ain't nobody going to have no jobs. Right, right, right. So what do you think is the solution? What's the I think? robots and technology is taking over. Mm. I would That's like to hear your thoughts on that. Rob? <laughs> I'm going to let you go first, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let I, me. Okay, yeah, you go ahead because you know I got some controversy. <laughs> so, when it comes to robots taking over our jobs, right? Mm, I think everybody should learn something in technology. Mm -hmm. Learn as quick as possible, mm. especially in the young people. Like when you're young, like our age, it's easier because once you get old, oh man, you ever teach your, um, an old person? Mm. How to work how, the right, how to work them computers. Lord help us. Cell wow. phones. Bro, I'd be so... I gotta be honest. Sometimes it does be a little, like, annoying sometimes. Because you be telling them something so simple, and they be like, oh, I can't get this. This, this technology <laughs> thing, I can't get... I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> so you would say they have to learn more of technology and... I think, so. okay. I think it is because right now we move into the technology mm -hmm. world, the internet world. This is why we do our podcast, you know. <laughs> Eventually, we are going to make money off this podcast. Put it, put it out in the atmosphere. I'll, I'll put it out Speak there. It. I'm speaking it into existence. This, Speak it. This is going to happen. He, he knows my vision. 
I told him the vision, and he hopped on the vision. Yeah. You started that. Yeah, I started it. Yeah, this is his idea. Absolutely. <laughs> um, technology isn't my jam. Now, as for me, I'm a I'm about decolonization. Mm-hmm. Okay. We need to decolonize. Hector, everything the central bank been telling us. Because at the end of the day, we need to start looking at what money and what wages are all about. You will get the greatest socialist up in here. We'll bring him, her, him or her on a podcast like this. And they'll say, okay, people need to work. People need to work. People need to work. As much as we don't want the corporations to get money, they'll say people need to work. And Rob just came to a good point. If our current capitalist system is putting robots and capital before the worker, but the socialists come in there and say, that's wrong, but people still need to work, um, something's going on here. We got to like really visualize like what is our work worth and who are we paying? We pay taxes. We pay Income tax to the IRS. All this stuff is connected to the central bank. Central bank is a is a business. It's not a public facility. It's a business. The central banks are not public. It's not the government. It is a secret company, not publicly traded. So we got to really look at where our money is going and then... This is where it gets controversial. I know some people going to hate me for it. <laughs> we need to go back to an aggregarian. I hope that's the right pronunciation. Ag- aggregarian central um, society. So aggregarian mean we need to go back to farming. We need to living go back to living off the land. Living off the land. Listen, we right. We need to go back to teaching our kids. First thing first, y'all think, oh, yeah, I got a nine to five. I'm living good. You going to work for someone else, going home, eating the food that someone else made for you. If we went back to owning the land we lived on, farming it, eating the food we got, we teaching our own kids. A lot of this stuff and the problems we have with our health will be gone and we will be focused on what we have and how we produced it. Mm, preach to the choir, Jeremy. Wages. <laughs> what, preach to the right, choir. Check this out. Wages implies that you're working and a percentage is going back to you. Mm. A wage implies that you're working and a percentage of all the money that you've made for the organization that day gets put in a paycheck and gets sent back to you as in the form of a wage. Mm. That sounds kind of like paid slavery, yo. <laughs> That is what it is. That's what the wage is. Paid slavery. Minimum wage. We are going to now pay you the absolute minimum. And and here goes like here goes what I wanted to ask y'all. Mm-hmm. Why? And and this is the biggest argument. Why are we putting the responsibility or how is it that we can put the responsibility or is it moral to put the responsibility of us Getting a living rate wage on the companies we work for. Do the mm. companies are they hell responsible for paying us a living rate wage? Dang. At the Ooh. end of the day, they can pay you whatever they yeah, want. Right. I, I always remember right. what Max said. He just was like, You complain about them not hiring people of color. How about you start your own business and hire your own people? Right. That's how Ooh. Feel. So if they're yes. the CEO, they can pay you whatever. Yes. You you had a right to say I don't want to work here or leave. Right. 
So I, I totally agree with you. I agree with you 100%. No, it, I'm, I'm asking that question. I, I, I ain't got a point here. I'm just trying to figure out because part of me is like, okay, so the biggest argument I've been doing the research and the biggest argument is that either we have the government have a social safety net and they subsidize people who are getting paid very little to live or we have or we put the responsibilities on the companies and make sure these companies pay a living wage it's either one or the other it's either one or the other a lot of the time it's either one or the other but do you want government in on this though that's what i'm saying because and that's the government thing. be screwing us over so much right so this is a big fight what do you think Tay? do you think we should have government i don't want no parts but I look at it like this, like with the central banks and Federal Reserve, they pump all these money into the banks. Right. And it's causing inflation. Mm-hmm. And it's like no one really cares about the people. Right. So right. my take on it is this. Use your nine to five jobs or your skill and talent. Use that to build wealth, invest in more assets. So much so that your assets is going to take away from your nine to five or your skilled job and then... Mm continue to build on it to build wealth that's why you so you can live sustainably and like you said be be in that environment where you're growing your own you're doing your own i I just with me i'm trying to veer off of that government and needing nine to five or somebody to feed me because they could cut me off like it's crazy i had you know nobody on my job is watching when i was reading okay i got like transferred to another department Uh i'm still an accountant and it was like, oh, congratulations on your new rule, but we can let you go any moment, any any minute without mm. no like that's I don't like that feeling of feeling like somebody's in control of my livelihood. Mm. So I, I, know so that's I think right. it's best to like just I think the ultimate goal is to build yourself up to a space where you can exit your job and then you have passive income taking over all your expenses and keep investing in more assets and assets and assets. I don't so, know. What so you continue to, to build wealth. Yeah. <laughs> um I love it. Yeah. I love it. I've been talking to him about creating that passive income, bro. I love it. Eventually, we're going to be there, though. I love it. It's a, it's a, it's a journey, bro. It is a journey. Yeah. It's, it, I love it, though. Um, earn your leisure. That's the, that's the thing you were telling me about. Earn your leisure. Yep. Come on. So, yep. so we got to go back to what you said, though. The central banks, and I love what you said. She said inflation. All this stuff about minimum wage and this wage and that wage. How is this factoring in the central banks being able to control, manipulate the markets to have inflation? $20 an hour, $15 an hour might not mean $15 an hour, $20 an hour, 20 years from now because of inflation. So we're talking all this minimum, maximum wage stuff. We also have to factor in the the inflation. And they tell me that the minimum wage, if you factor if you factor in the inflation, the minimum wage has not changed much since the 80s. Your value, the same 750, 650, 550 that they had the minimum wage to since like the 80s. If you factor in inflation, there's some ups and downs, but pretty much it's all about the same value. 
that minimum wage is. The same currency that was five fifty back in the eighties or seven fifty now, it's about actually the same value. Now, obviously, these numbers are coming before the pandemic and inflation within the last two years is ridiculous. We feel that. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, it's kind of disturbing. So unless you're talking about a central bank's manipulation of inflation, I I don't know what you're really talking about when we talk about the raising of the minimum wage. I don't know. Really, we need to start. And this is what I wrote down, too. What we need to be looking at is the minimum wage in relation to the median wage. The median wage is if we looked at a data set of every wage and we took the exact middle number, how close is our minimum Mm. to that middle? And in the 60s, it was half of the middle. Now, I think it's like 30-something percent of the middle. But you know, like, in 1971, um, President Nixon took gold used to back the dollar. Yes. And he took it all. And so mm. our currency has no value. Come on. Ooh, <laughs> oh, now come she's on. talking my language. Now you're talking. <laughs> yeah, now we're it talking. No value. Ooh. So it's like, I think wait. it's a few things. Monopoly money. Right, right. Wait, I got You got something? Wait, wait, wait. Keep going, keep going, keep going. <laughs> so, like, basically, you should be investing in, like, commodities and precious metals, gold and silver. Come on. Um, paper assets, stocks, bonds, or, you know, you could do cryptocurrency, blockchain. Uh-oh. Invest in real estate. Like, it's certain things to put your money into because the dollar is worth nothing. <laughs> yeah. So It has no value. Are we talking about the difference between money and currency? Mm. Right? <laughs> now, how deep you want to get on this, right? <laughs> Don't ask a question you can't uh, <laughs> I mean, there is a difference between money and currency. Okay, break that down, brother. See, money is the physical form, right? Okay, okay. Which is tangible. Tangible, yeah. Yeah. Money is tangible. Hold on, hold on. I just said it. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I just said it. Oh, wait, wait, no, no. Money is intangible. Mm -hmm. It is the concept of numbers. Currency is the physical form can be touched, though. So money, which is intangible, which, you know, you got your different forms of money. You got your dollar bills. You got your, um, your, um, what is it? Your credit. And Mm -hmm. those you got, you know, the stocks. Mm Mm-hmm. All your different forms of money, right? Yeah. Now we got currency, which is the physical form, mm-hmm. which is your dollars, you know, gold. Um, gold, silver. Silver, gold, silver, all that. See? So money versus currency. Right. And that's why we can have a cryptocurrency. Cryptocurrency, right? Which is digital. Digital currency. Another form of money. Right. And that's why they call them NFTs, non fungible tokens. NFTs, there you go. It's a token. It ain't even a dime, it ain't a nickel. It's a quote unquote token. 
You know what I mean? It's got the same value of the gosh dang jewels that they used to catch on Sonic X games, man. <laughs> you Yo, know a Sonic X. We're going to have our own NXT soon. I would love an NFT. Oh, my god. What a controversy podcast will have their own NFC. NFT soon, okay? Yeah. It, NFTs are cool. Um, I, I know that we're going to have an episode on it. We got a really good uh, guest we think that might be on for that episode. Um, so, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm not really well versed in uh, – I'm not a financial advisor, my license, but uh, – I'm not really well versed in NFTs and like the blockchain world too no. much. Okay. But I am, mm. I do want to get into it because it's going to be the new world, I believe, honestly. Yes, I don't know how true this is, but I do believe we're going to come to a space where money's going to be obsolete. That yes. physical yes. dollar. Yeah, it's true. And that it's is definitely be, true. That is the definitely currency true. is going to be the blockchain whole movement. So, yes. Yes. Get into Dogecoin, Bitcoins, Autumn cryptocurrency. Litecoin. <laughs> Do you NFTs. Have in cryptocurrency? Um, I invested in Dogecoin. Okay. Did you hit that wave when it was uh I invested in a little late, so oh, but yeah, not too later. late though, so I didn't get the big <laughs> wave, but Okay. I got Litecoin, I got Do- I got Litecoin, I got XRP and I got Bitcoin. And I yeah. suggest everyone at least get those three. But uh, not Dogecoin? Dogecoin, I invested in it, and that was a complete joke. I got my money up out of there. <laughs> I, I I don't get it. I don't get it. I understand where y'all it's, coming it's from. It's just it, but like Bitcoin, bro. It is, but nah. I, I wasn't a fan. I wasn't a fan. Then again, I hopped on it way late. So <laughs> I was like, yeah, nah, 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 nah. Yeah, now, it's good you guys are getting into it because that is going to be like the new wave. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. I advise everyone to like look into it, educate mm. yourself. You know, I got a little bit of Bitcoin, but I do want to. My cousin been on me about Shiba Coin and all this other stuff. Oh yeah, I like to do research first, but yeah, it's gonna be the new wave. So I, you know, that's gonna be the new form of currency. Yes. Mm. Yeah. I got a question for you, Rob. Uh oh. You know, I gotta bring some controversy. You gonna bring some controversy? This is a world of controversy podcast. The Welcome. A controversy podcast. Come on. Um. Episode 28. I'm feeling good today. I got a question about them illegal immigrants. Oh, Lord. What, what is about it, man? They tell me that they're getting paid for minimum wage and or less. And that raising the minimum wage will somehow create an issue where good-working American folk can get these jobs if they're getting paid more. Now, I've come to the conclusion... And other people have argued that some people ain't willing to pick no whatever they're picking. I don't even know what Im- Im- illegal immigrants do on these fields. Are First they picking all, strawberries or blueberries? Anyway, are Americans willing to do that work, even if they're getting paid more? The illegal immigrants are doing the jobs that nobody wants to do. Okay. So I am. Okay. Yes. They right. do the jobs that nobody wants to do. Nobody wanted to pick the field, the cotton fields. Nobody wanted to do the grass. Yeah. Nobody wanted the dishes illegally and all that stuff. Yeah. Or um, fix somebody's toilet. Yeah, roofing work. And yes. Out there working with the Amish. I, have you ever seen that? The illegal immigrants got, like, this connection with the Amish. And sometimes in Pennsylvania you'll see, like, 
undocumented folks, I, I believe, maybe that's the wrong assumption, um, undocumented folks working with Amish people doing, like, uh, construction work. Mm-hmm. I've seen this, and um, and it goes back to what you're saying. Are, so if we raise the minimum wage on those jobs, are Americans legally documented, some even born in this country, are they willing to do that work even if they were willing to give or were forced to give 15 an hour? Tay, Tay, look, will raising the minimum wage fix the illegal immigrant issue? What, them not having the jobs or? I'm going to be honest on this one. Oh, I'm sorry to no, cut you ahead, off. I don't think it's really going to change that. I think them jobs most Americans do not want to do. That's what I And even say. myself, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't want to, like, fix anybody's toilet. That toilet work. Yeah, but that's plumbing. Those are, are illegal Im- immigrants getting those jobs? Now, there are some that gets those jobs. But the only thing is, they get paid less. Though. Most yeah, of the right, illegal right, right, immigrants right, get paid right, less. So right. the arguments of illegal immigrants taking our jobs, um, they do the jobs that nobody wants. Right. And if you really want to do it, get up off your behind and do the job. Right. Do it. Because you're here, you can easily get it right. way quicker than any illegal immigrants can get. Right. Like, for real. And then just do the job. That's yeah, all. But you're going to have to work in them slaughterhouses, yo. Then if you do, you yeah. know much about like what illegal immigrants are actually yes. doing? Because so, I feel like I'm exposing. Thing. But here's the thing, people. though. Like if Americans want the job, they would take the job. They would do the job. Bro, I know a lot of people willing to slay that. You know what I mean? You know a lot of people. There, man. If they wanted to slay the pig, then go out there and slay some pigs. Bro, but that's what I'm saying. Hood people need jobs. Hood people ain't trying to apply for them jobs. Bro, they're slaying Cain. They ain't slaying the pig. See, that's the problem. See? So how are we fighting about somebody that's taking the jobs that nobody wants to apply for, yeah. nobody wants to do, and... First off, this government needs to figure out a way to get the people who need the jobs to the job. All these people poor up in the city, how are they going to get to Arkansas, Texas, and or Arizona? Mm. I mean, am I just trying to figure out, like, the biggest problems? Because I don't, I'm trying to let y'all know there's a lot of people who need jobs, and I think they're willing to work for to pick up some blueberries, strawberries, and kill some cattle. But I'm just trying to understand why can't we get the people who need the job to the job, and where are these illegal immigrants coming from? And why are they willing to work for $7.25? Is it the illegal part, or do you I mean, do you want to do this? Like, You know what I mean? I'm just trying to understand. So, oh, Deshaun live in America. That's all. Right, and that's oh, what sorry. it is. Right. We've been coming. Oh, yeah, you go ahead. It's all right. So when I lived in North Carolina, this was like Uh-oh. back in 2010. Right? This was a big <laughs> issue, like illegal immigrants coming in on like trucks and like working. The thing, the thing was, like you said, people don't want to work them kind of jobs. Those yep. under the table. And they felt like the undocumented people, they get paid lower wages because they're not documented. So we could pay you anything. Yep. You know, that was a big thing. But it's like, let's be honest with ourselves. You don't want to do that job. And if we fast forward to today, every job is hiring. There's no excuse people can't find jobs. Everyone's hiring. Whether you're in corporate or you work in a retail, everybody's hiring. 
50% of people are leaving the workforce right now. So it's all these job opportunities. So, but nobody want to work them jobs. The illegal immigrants want to work below wage and under the table. You don't want to do it. I hear a restaurant industry will be trash if those people ain't working. That's mm-hmm. what I heard. I don't sure. know why or how, though. It is. But think about it. So the restaurant workers aren't working. That means, like, the boss or it's only a few people. And that means, like, the customer service might not be as great. The food might not be as great because you don't have that many workers. So they said a lot of fast, like, food industries is, like, falling apart. So that makes sense, though. If you don't have right. workers. Yeah. Hey, Rob, have you ever been to, like, a diner and, like, you ever see, like, the cook, like, in, like I used to go to school in Kutztown. Okay, so I'm already going to let y'all know. You know what I mean? <laughs> I know how it is out in these, um, outside of Philly. And everyone's working, you know, Caucasian-looking people. And then you look at who's cooking the food and, like, the the kitchen window will open up. And it's, like, a Mexican person out there in Kutztown. And I always thought it was weird because I don't think mm-hmm. I've ever seen a, a Mexican or a Hispanic person living in the actual town. But here, sure enough, you go to a diner and, like, <laughs> <laughs> outside of Philly, and, like, if you look back there, you'll be like, yo, they're, how, this food, this American food, you know, the great Americana food is getting cooked by, I'm not saying they're all illegal, but I always thought it was, like, interesting that, you know, oh, man, that person was able to get a job, and I don't think I've ever seen another type of, you know, that ethnic group actually in the town. That's why I'm like, so what? what is happening there? Is that what they're saying when they say the restaurant inter- industry will be, like, gone if we got rid of illegal immigrants? Hmm. How low? I mean, like, how much are they getting paid? Have you ever huh. talked to one? Like, how much are they really getting paid? Really I haven't gotten detail much. about, like, wow. their wages, but I've wow. talked to some um, undocumented. Wow. Yeah. We got to do the research. Definitely. Wow. Um... But can I be the devil's advocate, though? Like, because I, mm, I yes. worked at a community college in North Carolina, and okay. I spoke to some of the kids that came. And it, it sucks because it's like your parents are coming to try to give you a better life, but you're undocumented. So that means you can't really get financial aid for school, and sometimes you might can't get a job. So it's like, how can they survive? So that's why, like, a lot of jobs do pay under the table. They got to do whatever they can. But it's like, I don't – I feel for them a little bit. I know. It's like mm. you kind of got – for, not forcing this, but your parents try to give you a better life, but it's actually a detrimental to you because you ne- you're not documented. You're between a rock and a hard right. place. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, man. Rob, what's up with these homeless and these poor people, though? <laughs> I'm really trying to understand. What? She just told me, everyone, she told me that everyone's hiring. I don't understand what, what is the problem if everyone's hiring – Everyone could get work, correct? I mean, you know I mean, some poor folk. I mean, what what's going on? I know some poor folks. I hear everybody hiring. Not everybody accepting, though. <laughs> Uh-oh, wait a minute. That's true. So, and it goes back to what I was saying about the wage. There's some people not even, they're not working, so they're not getting a percentage of what they're working. And some people have argued that, you know, uh, Homeless person out there with a cup panhandling. No, that's a type of work. 
Oh, see, people laughing. See, Tay, I'm not trying this. to expose you, but why she smirk when I say that? You know, I, you know, Yo, it, ho, 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 ho. the arm ho. muscles, you know what I mean? You got the cup out there and it's cold and no. Listen, you're not, not going to do this to my um, friend now, okay? Oh, man. Mm, don't, don't Someone be, told me that. I don't know. I don't, don't be doing it. that to my friend talking about you about to expose people. Nah, because okay? I don't like I expose people you. laughing at the homeless. I don't get I'm it. I'm going to expose <laughs> you here on this podcast. Hey, listen. I got your back, okay, say? <laughs> you give, what did the good book say? You give to the poor. It's like lending to God. Mm. Love it. It is, it is. Yes. Where it does say if you give to the poor, you're a friend of the Lord. Amen. Mm. Amen. Absolutely. Absolutely. Rob? All right, where we at? Okay. Well, we're about to wrap this up. This was a great episode. Don't you guys think? Absolutely. Lovely, lovely. All right. This is the World of Controversy podcast. Podcast to give you all forms of controversy. We are coming to the conclusion. Um, our good friend, our guest, Shante Davis. Oh man, I'm so happy to have you on today. Appreciate it. So awesome. Thank you. Um, me. if you got anything you wanted to promote, an event, um, you know, social media, any like thing you're doing, this is your time. Okay. Well, tax season is coming along. If you need tax preparation services or if you have a small business. If you need somebody to help you with your finances, I'm an accountant. Come holler at me. Hiddenfigures.com, uh, and you can uh, book a session with me, and I'd love to help you. Yeah. Um, Girl, I'm the first one on there, okay? Okay. Yeah. You're you going to help me out a lot, figuring out my <laughs> finances. Oh, yeah, yeah. You coming, you're going to be our accountant, okay, for the World Controversy Podcast, okay? So when y'all blow up. Yep. Yeah, yeah. You you helping us out, mm -hmm. okay? Mm -hmm. Yeah, girl, for real. Girl, I got you. Yeah, you definitely are. We yeah, we need it. Um, money just disappears in our account, so you know. You know. I don't yeah, know. I, I'm I'm Here's bad. Thing. This is what you guys gotta do. Okay, last you word. Need, I love last it. Last word. I'm gonna leave you guys with this. And Ooh. Ooh. Money is a tool. Use it to buy assets to make you more money. Oh, come on, girl. Money is a tool. <laughs> All right, replay that one. Use it to buy assets. Yes. Buy assets. Buy Buy things, put your money into things that's going to make you more money. Okay. Don't put it in investments. Investments, okay. real estate, I like business, it. and maybe you invest in yourself to better yourself to make more money. Come on. Yeah. Wait a minute. Yeah. Come on. Wow. I'm all about trying to, like, that's yeah, what that's I do. Yeah, that's a wisdom. That's what Let's I say, do. See, that's why you are in Then You know what you, you um, are financial accountant, um, secretary. Okay. Advisor. Advisor. Minister. Yeah. Minister of finance, all of it. <laughs> yeah, you're the minister of finance. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. This is official. This is official. It's okay? official. This okay. is official, okay? Thank Not you. just announcing on the podcast. It's official. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Appreciate it. Okay. Follow the World Controversy Podcast, W O C underscore pod on YouTube. World of Controversy Podcast on Facebook, W O C underscore pod on Instagram, and W O C underscore pod on Twitter. Thank you. This is a good episode. We're going to see you next time. Good night.
my god my first podcast 